0: rahim alhamdulillah wa sallallahu wa sallam We're still in the discussion of the hadith of Jibreel alayhi Salam and his encounter with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the famous hadith of Jibreel alayhi Salam came teaching the deen uh, to the Muslims and uh, we have reached the, the explanation, we have reached the point uh, when no, we have finished rather uh, the uh, matters related to the purification with respect to the Salah because you know in the Hadith, uh, the, 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 um, one of the pillars of Islam mentioned is the Salah is to establish the Salah and we talked about the establishment of Salah, what it means and um, from uh, the matters which we also uh, discussed are the conditions and that is the purification and that is the second condition from the establishment of the Salah is Al-Tahara, the purity, the ritual purity. Now under this falls the rulings related to wiping on the Saks and on the Jabir, uh, uh, the caste and the like. Uh, we learned earlier that the Tahara, the Tahara, uh, Is related to four body parts. Is related to four body parts. And they are the face, the hands, the head, and the feet. The face, the hands, the head, and the feet. As to the face, it is to be washed. The hands washed. The head. It is to wipe uh, the head. Now, as to the feet, they are uh, either washed or uh, wiped over. Two are washed and one wiped, one washed or wiped. As to the face, then it cannot be washed, I'm sorry, it cannot be wiped unless there is a cast or a plaster, uh, plaster put on a wound and the like. Clear? So, if a person, for example, covers his face from the uh, blazing, for example, heat of the sun or or the like, then in this case he cannot wipe over this cover, but he removes the cover and washes the face. Unless there is a necessity, darura, in this case he may wipe on that which he puts as a cover on his face uh, as a substitution uh, for ghusl. As to the hands, also they are not uh, wiped, but they must be washed unless there is a necessity. Like for example, if there is some kind of allergy that is uh, that flares with uh, with uh, water. Water, for example, agitates the the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the sensitivity or the allergy. Uh, and uh, so, in this case, the person, and this person, may uh, wrap over the place or puts on gloves to prevent the water. In this case, he may wipe, uh, like uh, the case of what? Of the jabira, the caste, because of necessity. Like in the case of a caste, because of necessity. As to the head, it is (coughs) to be wiped over, and its purity is lighter than the other parts. And that's why if there is on the head of a woman if there is hinna, you know the hinna, that matted uh, on the hair, that's matted on the hair, matted together. Uh, or if the person in a uh, state of ihram uh, mats his head with, uh, with, with, uh, with, uh, during the state of ihram as the Prophet ﷺ did, then in this case he may wipe over this uh, matted hair or matted head, and there is no uh, no need for him to uh, remove, uh, for example in this case the, uh, the, uh, the woman removing the henna, <coughs> or to move the uh, thing which uh, is used to the the hair with As to the feet, <coughs> they are washable They are to be washed, and also, maybe also wiped on uh, them. But when uh, the wiping uh, should be done, if the person has uh, leather socks, or socks made of cotton, uh, wool, or combination, of these threads, and the like, then, in this case, uh, a person may wipe on them. As to the khuf, is that which is made from uh, al-jild, leather, or the like. Then the person may wipe on them, after fulfilling, (coughs) uh, however, there should be four conditions. There are four conditions for the wiping. Uh, the first condition is the purity. The purity. mean the purity of the hoof and the purity or the purity of the jawrabain the socks. So if the uh, leather is made from uh, najis material uh, impure leather then it is not uh, valid To wipe over them Because the, uh, the, the Najis The impurity is Khabith is evil And it cannot be purified No matter what you do In terms of washing or wiping on it And if there are If there is also on the other hand Najasa on them uh, Filth material on them Or filth uh, matter on them Also in this case the person Cannot wipe cannot. Uh, pray with them, using them. So, therefore, he cannot wipe on them. The second uh, condition (coughs) is that the person when he puts the socks on, or the leather socks, he puts them on uh, in a state uh, of tahara, in a state of purity, a tahara, water-based tahara. Water-based tahara. Why we say this? Because if he puts them on, uh, on a tahara established by dry ablution, then in this case there is no wiping. You understand? You understand this difference? Um, So, for example, if a traveler uh, puts on the socks after uh, dry purity, Then he arrives to his hometown, then in this case he does not wipe, he does not wipe on them. Why? Because he put them after a purity established by a dry ablution, and the dry ablution based purity is only related, listen to this, is only related to the hands and the face, and has no connection with the feet. You understand that? The third condition, the third condition, that they are wiped uh, in the lesser impurity condition. In the lesser impurity condition. Meaning, in wudu related, wudu related not ghusl related, for example with ghusl you don't wipe over the feet, you know, or, or, you don't wipe on the, on the socks or the leather socks, you must take them off and wash the feet, you understand, in the ghusl state so therefore from this you know that if there is if the person is in a state of sexual defilement then he cannot wipe on his or her uh, socks you understand right. the fourth condition that the wiping must be uh, in the uh, in the specified legally specified period must be done in the legally specified period And it is a day and a night for the resident and three days for the traveler. And it begins from the first time the person wipes following ritual impurity. Any wiping before this is not considered to be from the legal period is not included to be from the legal period, you understand, for example if a person puts the socks on uh, (coughs) and uh, in a state of purity uh, Tuesday morning for example and continues on this state of purity until Isha Until Aisha, Then he goes to sleep. And then when he awakens for Fajr, he wipes. You see that? Now the preceding day, the Tuesday, is not counted. Because it is before wiping. Now the counting begins from the Fajr of Wednesday. You understand? This is because of the Hadith of Ali bin Abi Talib رضي الله عنه uh, جعل رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ثلاثة أيام من وليهن للمسافر ويوما ولينا للمقيم The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم has assigned three days and nights for the مسافر and day and a night for the مقيم for the resident And also the hadith of Safwan bin Assal رضي الله عنه he said كان Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم يأمرنا إذا كنا سَفْرًا أَلَّا نَنْزِعَ خِفَافَنَا ثَلَاثَةَ أَيَّامٍ وَلَيَالِيهِنَّ إِلَّا مِنْ جَنَابَةٍ ولكن مِنْ غَائِطٍ وَبَوْلٍ وَنَوْمٍ The Prophet ﷺ used to command us that if we are in a state of travel, we should not take off our uh, خفاف, leather socks, for three days and nights, except from جَنَابَة, yani excluding the جَنَابَة. Excluding the state of uh, Janaba. However, uh, in cases of uh, feces, uh, urine, or sleep. So therefore, from this we learn the criteria is in the wiping. Not uh, in, uh, you know, when did you uh, uh, put them on. Uh, Also not uh, related to the hadith the ritual impurity after wearing them. So, for example, the muqim, the resident, completes a day and a night, meaning 24 hours. Meaning 24 hours. And the musafir, the traveler, uh, three days and, with their nights, and that would be what? 72 hours. Is that clear? Is that clear? Hmm? So if a person wipes while in residence, as a residence, and then travels before completing the legal period, in this case he completes the wiping of a traveler for three days. Clear? For example, if he puts them on today, uh, for salat al-fajr and he wipes on them for salat al-duhur then he travels right after Dhuhr. in this case he completes three days he wipes three days you understand he wipes three days and if it, if it were the opposite uh, he wiped while a traveler Then he became a resident. In this case, he completes the wiping of a resident. He completes the wiping of a resident. Because the criteria is in the end, not in the beginning. The criteria with respect to the travel or the residence is in the end, not in the beginning. Is that clear? And this is the criteria is in the end, uh, not in the uh, in the beginning. In terms of the travel, and the uh, no. mm-hmm. and this is time span for a resident. We mentioned twenty four hours from the wiping. Twenty four hours from the wiping, okay, and this is the position which uh, Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal uh, settled to, why, because in the beginning he used to say his opinion in the beginning was if a resident wipes, then travels, he completes the wiping of a resident. This was the first or the early position of Imam Ahmed. You understand? You understand? In the beginning he used to say, if a resident wipes, then travels, he completes the wiping of a resident. However he retracted from this Rahimahullah and he said then afterwards uh, and he said he completes the wiping of a traveller. He completes the wiping of a traveller. And don't Yani don't be amazed that the alim, the scholar, retracts from a saying he may have said. Why? Because the truth must be followed. Whenever it becomes clear to the person, meaning the truth, then it is binding upon him to follow it. Imam Ahmad, rahimahullah, sometimes, sometimes, Uh, You didn't understand the difference in his two sayings. Yes, Uh, he used to say if a person wipes as a resident, then troubles, okay, then troubles, then he continues to wipe as a resident, meaning he will wipe the period of a resident in his travel. But then he retracted, and he went to the position we discussed now, and that he completes the wiping of a traveler. Now back to this point. Imam Ahmed, sometimes, it is reported from him concerning a single matter. It is reported, like, for example, they would, he would have uh, four or five seven sayings related to one case. While he is a single individual, a person, one person, sometimes he uh, explicitly explicitly states that he retracted, and sometimes he doesn't. Uh, So, if he explicitly states that he retracted from his early position then it is not permissible to attribute to him the early position which he retracted from and also if that is to be done however it is to be done in a restricted matter like for example he used to hold to this position in the beginning then he retracted but if he does not uh, state his retraction then in this case we should take all the sayings he mentioned so we say Lahu there are two narrations from Ahmed or three or four regarding a particular matter and Imam Ahmad, we know that this is uh, something replete uh, more than one relation related to Imam Ahmad regarding singular cases. Why? Because Imam Ahmad is imamun athariyun bil athar, is a man athariy, a man he takes by the narrations, and the one who takes by the narrations, it doesn't mean that the narrations will come all at once to him, such that he would encompass them all at once, and then he will settle on one of them. But the athar the reports, renewed in the sense that it may be related to him today, one hadith, and then another hadith in the next day, and so forth. Is that clear? And this is a good point of benefit to know, because sometimes you hear us say, you hear people say, uh, uh, according to one narration from Imam Ahmed, you understand? This indicates that there is another narration from Ahmed. You see that? Type. Also, one should know that if the period, the legal period, finishes or ends while the person is in a state of Tahara, then his Tahara is not nullified. And this is a matter which is a common mistake with many Muslims who use the wiping. Uh, they think that when the, the, the period uh, finishes while he or she is on a state of Tahara, that the tahara is automatically nullified. Isn't it this the case with many people? Ah, okay. mashallah, used to be with me. Alhamdulillah. Naam. No, it doesn't. It continues. However, if it nullifies if it nullifies, then it's inevitable, it's a must to take off the socks and wash the feet but the mere ending of the period does not necessitate, uh, while the person is in the state of Tahara, does not necessitate the end of the nullification uh, the, the of the wudu. Also, another thing, if a person takes them off after wiping, if a person takes them off after wiping on them, while he is on Tahara, Also, in this case, his tahara is not nullified. He continues on his tahara. But if he wants to make wudu, listen, if he wants to make wudu, then it's a must that he washes the feet after, after what? After uh, taking off his uh, socks. You understand this? You understand that? So therefore, the general... The general ruling here so that you don't get confused Annahu mata Nuzi Al La Whenever the wiped on object is removed then it is not to be returned to be wiped on but it's a must too wash the feet, then to put it back on if the person intends to make the wudu. Is that clear? This general foundation, it removes any uh, misunderstanding or any confusion. Now, if you, if, you, if you return them and you intend to make wudu, then in this case, you must wash them. After you take them out. Take them off. Can't wait. If he, if, he, if he takes them off. If you take them off. Listen. Listen. If you take them off. While you are in a state of Tahara. Then your Tahara is not nullified. You continue on your tahara. Is that clear? Now, if you intend to make wudu, then it's a must to wash the feet after you had taken them off. Yani, it's not, it's, it should not be returned so as to be wiped off. Wiped on. No, it's what do you mean? Intend, intend. You don't intend in order to uh, you break it to intend. Okay, so let us let us repeat then if you didn't hear me. So therefore, in order to distinguish between what you uh, when you asked about what uh, if he intends wudu, we'll yes. If a person uh, takes off the the leather socks or the socks. After wiping, you see, after wiping, remember this after wiping on them then his tahara is not nullified according to the correct opinion. However, what will be nullified is wiping huh? is wiping, not the purity. So, if he puts them on back, he puts them back on, and then his wudu is nullified, then he must take them off and wash his feet. Okay? That's what is intended if he intends to make wudu. You understand? You see this? This followed a wiping. This followed a wiping. But suppose he is on his original first wudu' and his wudu' continued after he put on his socks. In this case, there is no harm to to put them on and wipe upon them if he makes wudu' later. You understand the difference? And I will add to you, I'll add another uh, point about this here. Okay, we'll... we'll uh, okay, you want to repeat them? We can repeat them easily. These last two points. Because we're going to end anyway, inshallah. Okay, we'll repeat them then. If the period of wiping ends and the person is on a state of Tahara, then... His tahara is not nullified. But if his tahara is nullified by a ritual impurity, then in this case it's a must to take the socks off and wash the feet. You understand this point? Clear, inshallah? Second. <laughs> Then after, the second thing is, if he takes them off after wiping, you see, after wiping and he was still in a state of tahara, and he was in a state of tahara then his tahara is not nullified, he continues on the tahara What will be nullified is his wiping. What does this mean? Meaning, if he puts them back one more time and his wudu becomes nullified, then it's a must to take them off and wash the feet. Clear? Why? Because the people of knowledge The people of knowledge said That this Tahara now is a Tahara of wiping You understand? So this brings the end of this discussion I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it a benefit for myself And for all of you Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wa Sallallahu Muhammad Wa ali wa sahbihi ajmay